Hey guys, welcome back to the next episode of the Sweaty Palms podcast. I'm your host, Zoe Dillon, and today our guest is a good friend of mine, Bailey Hadaway. Bailey is a manager for the artist Sarah Moots here in Athens, Georgia. She's been managing Sarah for almost two years now, and she started back in March of 2020. Bailey just graduated from the University of Georgia with a degree in communication studies and a certificate from the music business program. She also works at the 40 Watt Club here, which is actually how we met. So thank you so much for coming on, Bailey. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm so excited. I literally was about to say the same thing. <laughs> um, I just want to start out by asking you kind of what made you want to work in the music industry? Um, well, I've always been a huge fan of music. Uh, music's mm-hmm. always been like a really big part of my life, but I would say the first thing that made me realize that I wanted to, you know, work in the music industry is I once met a friend and he was managing an artist at the time Mm -hmm. and so I was at at the music festival where his artist was playing a silent disco and I got to kind of just see him do his thing which was really cool and I like went behind the stage with them it was like a really small stage but you know still um and so I just in that moment I first was like this is so cool. I was, I thought I was the coolest person in the world. 19 year old me was just like, oh my God. I don't know. It was just, it was really fun. Um, but it really just, it gave me this overwhelming sense of belonging. Mm -hmm. And I, from that moment, I was like, man, I, I need to do this. Um, and at the time I was like, uh, business major I was like in marketing um Mm. and was not gonna do anything with music at all I don't even think I knew what I was gonna do I was just you know like going to college um but after that I always like in the back of my mind I was like man like I have to do something with music um for a while I wanted to actually like become a DJ and like make music so wait I didn't know this (laughs) okay it's a different side yes, Bailey. Wow. Yeah. No, really, I um d- I downloaded downloaded like a shit ton of sounds mm-hmm. and got on GarageBand and I would yes. get on I was literally just like play with it for hours and create mm-hmm. the craziest drops. I could only do drops. Like mm-hmm. I like the I didn't know I don't know anything about music really. <laughs> I mean like I do, but making it Right. Um thing. at the time I just had no idea. Uh mm-hmm. so I just completely winged it and was making some really cool drops with some cool sounds that I you found should, like, online. Submit them to Black Bear. Like if you could somehow <laughs> find a way to get in touch with his manager and just be like, "Hey, yeah. I've got these." He might. Want I do them know someone who me. knows his manager. You know what? <laughs> then you already are in. Basically, you you got one foot in. You just you got to do it. And then right. let me know how it goes. I know, I know. Yeah. But so yeah, so I wanted to be a DJ for a little while, um, or like make music, mm-hmm. and that just didn't didn't work out because I was like, I need to like you know. I don't know. It just didn't work out. <laughs> I like lost it. I was like, yeah, this is a little difficult for me. I don't know what I'm doing. And right. I didn't know how to find out how to do it. Uh-huh. Um, but it is something that I've always really wanted to do. <laughs> right. Well, just, you know, keep it on the back burner. Yeah. Like it, it'll, it's back yeah. there. It Maybe oh, it I don't reappear later. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned you had a friend mm-hmm. that you got to see kind of what he did what or what he's done. And it, it, it inspired you and realized like this is the path you want to take. Um, can you talk a little bit more about um, who he is, how y'all met, yeah, that kind of thing? Um, so it's a funny story. Um, he was like 
we just met through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I, okay, so his account followed me and it was like, I think like one of those follow unfollow yeah. kind of vibes. Um, and anyways, so I followed him back and it was, I just like always watched the stories and I was like, wow, he has like a really cool life. I want to, yeah. like, I want to be friends with him. So I just swiped up on one of his stories and I was like, hey, you seem really cool. I, I think I said, you seem hella cool. Yes. Can we be friends? And he responded and he was like, oh yeah, like we can be best friends. Um, and so then we kind of like started just talking and we're like became friends. And um, it was like a month before Imagine Music Festival. And this was back in 2018. So mm-hmm. like it was a while um, or a while ago. And so he was like, yeah, like I'm going. I was like, oh my God, I'm going. We should definitely meet up. So mm-hmm. Um, when we were there or when I was there, like we met up and saw like a couple sets together and I kind of just hung out with him, you know, one of the nights and it was really fun. And, um, so his name is Glenn. <laughs> I don't think I mentioned that yet, but we've just stayed in touch throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And, um, he actually started his own management company and he reached out to me, and asking if I wanted to be an intern mm-hmm. and I was in the music business program at the time and um I we you know you have to have like an internship so I was like right. oh my god absolutely can I use it for my college classes yeah. and he was like yeah absolutely um so I was his intern for a while did just intern things mm-hmm. and so kind of when that ended I kind of just became like a manager like an assistant manager there so Mm -hmm. technically Sarah is like under 4-4 offset management that's the name of the company but yeah that's kind of how that whole thing started that's cool (laughs) no that's very detailed I love all of it I I like to hear kind of the background of like how people know each other so thank you for filling us in yeah it it is a a very weird story I love that it's just met you on Instagram (laughs) right think about it because you know if you didn't have Instagram or that some like serendipitous like that oh yeah no I don't know where I would be in life right now if I hadn't have done that yeah it is it's like I was watching a TikTok the other day um and one of the like the guy was talking about how um he was like if can you think of a moment in your life where like your life completely changed in Mm -hmm. one moment and I was like thinking about it I was like wow I was like honestly like in that moment I decided to you know swipe up and was like hey let's be friends um right that is definitely like you know and it totally changed your career trajectory in college like you said you didn't know what you wanted to do and Mm -hmm. then in that moment you're like oh shit this is what I should be doing yeah and and here you are changed your major got in the music business program like just super cool Mm -hmm. and it actually happened so that was in September um and I was going the business route like I said Mm -hmm. and um I didn't get into Terry the first time because like my accounting grade was really bad. Me. Um, <laughs> and so I was going to, I just was planning on like retaking it. And um, then that happened and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm on the wrong path. Like maybe I am not doing, cause I hated business classes. I never went in. I walked in and like hated my life and I was so bored all the time. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> she just showed me her sweaty palm. Everyone, I need you to know that. Yeah. I'll, I'll go into it. We'll talk about it later, but why I named this podcast is I'm sweating <laughs> profusely right now with my hand. I am also sweating. Okay. But yeah, we were talking like the, it's just, we're both nervous. And so yeah. sweaty palms is just an ode to being nervous and, but still pushing through and yeah. continuing with your life and doing what you want to do. So sweaty palms is, yeah. you. And I really like that because I feel like 
well i know that i struggle with like anxiety mm-hmm. and um s- sweaty palms or like sweating hands sweating hands is yeah. a you know very common thing and it's i think it's sending a really good message i'm really i like that you named it that because it's like even though you you know do struggle with sweaty palms anxiety or like anything yeah. like that like you you can still do what you want to do you know exactly. you, you push through and you can do you can do it just as much as anyone else can. So, right. and and I cool. feel like it, honestly, it makes you stronger for it. For, oh yeah, absolutely. For yeah. Um, what were we talking about before that? I, I love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was talking about um why I honestly I was just rambling on my life, so I can shut up. <laughs> no, no, that's why we're doing this. You mentioned you were um, bored in your classes in your business classes. Oh, yeah. Um. So you know, I was really bored in business classes, and I didn't get into Terry the first time I applied so I was gonna have to apply again and retake a bunch or not re- a bunch but like retake accounting mm-hmm. and so I really just didn't like didn't like business just was not me um yeah. and I had went to my advisor and she was like well you know there's a ton of different majors you can pick a different one and that scared me because I was a junior right. in college um right changing your major junior year of college is not fun and so Um, feeling all too well yes uh and so I eventually picked um communication studies and then she told me about the music business program because we had this long talk and she was like what do you want to do I would like to be in the music industry like that's ultimately like I kind of decided that point in my life I decided that I wasn't going to do something that didn't give me like personal fulfillment like I would rather not have a ton of money but still be happy versus like going to a nine to five and hating my life and you know just I don't know I want to be not and like I don't want to use the word happy because that's you know objective or whatever but I would really like to live a life that is purposeful and live a life that in the end of the day I feel like I am making a difference and that I am personally feeling fulfilled so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do comm studies and I will have the music business certificate, which only added a semester onto my college life, uh, which was not bad. And honestly, I, I'm glad I had the extra semester mm-hmm. because I didn't graduate in COVID times. Um, well, I still, it's still COVID times, but like it, it was really bad back then. Um, and so, you know, that I kind of like just made up my mind. I remember calling my mom and I was bawling. I was like sitting in front of Coral Hall, I think. And that's when I first realized I didn't get in. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like crying. And I was like, I don't, I just went through this midlife crisis almost. Mm-hmm. I was like, what am I going to do? Um, I feel like I've gone through four of those in college. Oh yeah, I've had several. <laughs> that's just one of them. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, then I just honestly decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to put my foot down and do you know not put my foot down like for anyone else but like put my foot down for me and decide that I am gonna do what I want to do and what is my passion and what drives me and where I can make a difference because I feel like I can make a difference in the music industry that's um I can't think of any other better word but beautiful (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's everything you said I think resonates with so many people because at the end of the day we all want to do something that we're passionate about and the fact that you're chasing after that now and you've decided for yourself that that's what you're going after that's just very inspiring Mm -hmm. so thank you for sharing absolutely um but I'd like to ask now what your role is as a manager so Mm -hmm. if you could talk about 
your experience uh, being a manager for Sarah, what's it like, and how you got into managing for her? So how I got, I'll start out like in the very beginning. Okay. Um, how I got into managing her was a funny story. I feel like um, my whole life right now is just funny stories, <laughs> like weird, serendipitous things. Um, and so when I started my comm classes, uh, the one of the first ones I took, I had it where I had it with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when the professor goes around the room and she's like, you know, say your name, major, what's your fun hobby? Talk you know? about anxiety inducing. Uh, oh, s- talk about sweaty, <laughs> sweaty palms. palms. Oh yeah. my God. I would start <laughs> sweating immediately when she said that. Heart racing. Like, Dude, when I, when I was the next person, I was like, what am I going to say? When I, I wouldn't listen to anyone else because like I had to like create a script in my head, like what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just would freak out. Anyways. Um, what's the, that Eminem song? Um, Oh, it's like palms, <laughs> palm sweaty, mom spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm sweaty. Something about knees shaking. I yeah, think. all of the above. Hey, D. Why can I? I know this too. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> D. All of the above. Yeah. Uh, so the we everyone went around like said their thing, and um, Sarah said music business program. I also said it, and. I said it because I knew that I was gonna do it, mm-hmm. but I had not applied yet, and. I Me. literally haven't even looked at the application, but I was like, I know I'm going to do this. I'm yeah. just going to say it. <laughs> um, and so I said it and we kind of like made eye contact. Um, and after class, she came up to me and we were talking and like clicked immediately. Like she was really, really cool. Um, and we actually started talking after class like a couple times, maybe like four or five times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one day she came up to me after class and she was like, Hey, uh, there's a music business conference in Nashville in like a couple weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I want to go. Do you want to go with me? And I was like, Oh my God, like absolutely. Sure. And it's funny because I did not know her. She did not know me. Mm-hmm. Like we were pretty much strangers. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, like, I'll go to Nashville with a complete stranger. Sure, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we ended up, got an Airbnb, and we spent the whole weekend there, like, made, like, a weekend trip out of it. Super fun. Uh, but while we were there, all of the MBUS alumni got together at this, like, restaurant slash bar thing. And That's everyone kind of, like, put name tags on, like, walked around and talked. So um, kind of like a networking event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I we went, and I made couple connections was cool and um then I talked to Barbie and I I walked up to him and I was like hi um haven't applied yet but I plan on it um I really want to be in the music business program and he was like great he's like well tell me about yourself and so Mm -hmm. I pretty much just told him that like I am super passionate about music and all of these crazy dreams and goals Mm -hmm. that I have um and afterwards, he was like, yeah, like, you're in apply and I was like oh sick okay um and so uh I eventually applied and like obviously got in Mm -hmm. but um so Sarah and I basically just really really clicked over the weekend and we became really good friends Mm -hmm. um and she knew that I wanted to be in management uh because we had like obviously talked about it and um we were like sitting in the bed one night and um she was like she was like why don't she's like wait why don't you just be my manager and Mm -hmm. at the time I don't know what I'm doing like I don't know anything like she was just finishing the program and like obviously I wasn't even in it yet um and I was like I don't know anything but yes you know I'm just gonna do it um at the time I was in the intro to music business class Mm -hmm. and um Dr. Lowry was the uh, professor and 
um he went around the room and just kind of like asked everyone like what you want to be mm-hmm. and uh the people who said like artist management he kind of like he was like well the thing is like there aren't you don't have to have any credentials to be an artist manager mm-hmm. you don't have to have like a you know certain degree or certificate or whatever um he was like so a lot of the times people's managers are their friend mm-hmm. or um it's funny because he all he like he's like yeah like sometimes their manager is a drug dealer because they're really good with money and i was like you know that's- i remember him mentioning that yeah, yeah. that was so funny <laughs> i was like wow okay you know bold music was a certificate yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but and so he just kind of told everyone he's like if you want to be a manager just start doing it like mm-hmm. there's you know, there's nothing stopping you you know right. um, nike just do it yeah nike like sponsor me <laughs> <laughs> um but so yeah so he said just do it um and i really took that to heart and so in the conversation with sarah um she was like why don't you just be my manager i was like oh my god like okay like yeah. i don't know what i'm doing i will learn all the way <laughs> so um that is what i've been doing and i have just been learning and growing we've been learning and growing together pretty much so um it's huh. pretty cool but yeah that's kind of how um i became sarah's manager technically uh-huh. um and what was your what was the part no the that parts? was it yeah oh. i was like how'd you get into managing you pretty oh, much yeah. told the whole story yeah so i guess going off of that what are the best parts about being a manager in your opinion I would say um, the coolest part is to, like, listen to unreleased shit all the time uh-huh. um, and be a part of something that is, like, bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I would say friendship is a really cool part of it that I've, you know, acquired because Sarah and I are best friends. And I would say probably just the the thrill it kind of sucks sometimes because you know when you get uh no reply or when you you know don't get a show or mm-hmm. you know when you have all of these series of like downs when you do get those like you know ups mm-hmm. they are so amazing i remember my first experience as like a manager at a show is when um kind of like shows started happening after COVID again and uh we had a show at Smith's Old Bar in Atlanta um that was the first time that I was a manager at a show instead of just like you know being at a show I um typically run merch um and when I was there I just felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing and I had that feeling that I had at Smith's was probably the same feeling that I had whenever I you know was hanging out with Glenn at Imagine and um in that moment it was kind of like a a clarification almost that like yeah I'm on the right path like this is this Mm -hmm. is what I'm supposed to be doing like I'm supposed to be here right now doing exactly this what's what are the most frustrating parts about being a manager an artist manager everything (laughs) (laughs) um no there there are a lot of frustrating parts um you know dealing with other musicians Mm -hmm. is always um or is not super great all the time you know especially at our level in our age because everyone has day jobs so um it's difficult to you know get the band all together Mm -hmm. or you know even get like a response from people sometimes um that's really frustrating um 
I would say another frustrating part is, uh, you know, just getting no's from people Mm -hmm. or just not getting a response at all. Uh, Because when I first kind of like started learning and figuring it out, I sent like a ton of cold emails and, um, you know, I would either get like a, hey, no thanks or just no response at all. Mm -hmm. And it's very, I don't know if it's frustrating as much as it is um, just defeating you know um because it's you know you're doing all that you can and your best but you still get no response Mm -hmm. um so that is a little bit frustrating but it's gotten better as we're growing um you know when you when you see a smaller artist doing their best sometimes it's not like there yet and so like obviously you're gonna get a no but you know what's been your favorite moment in in this journey of you being a man becoming a manager like can you think of a specific time or point where you were like this is so cool or you felt like kind of what you were saying like I'm supposed to be here like this Mm -hmm. is where I I should be yeah um honestly probably that Smith show Mm -hmm. um that was very it was so um it was amazing because even though, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a big show. I mean, it was a big show for us, but it wasn't, like, huge. It wasn't, you know, completely packed out. But I felt so proud of her, mm-hmm. you know. I felt so proud of the band. And, you know, in that I felt proud of myself. And that's the first time in a very long time that I had felt proud and that I felt like I was doing the right thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and doing what I was supposed to be doing and, um, not just, you know, doing things that didn't matter. Nice. I wanted to ask just because I think this would be cool, um, to hear, but what's been your favorite concert or performance of Sarah's? Um, hmm. her 40 watt show, because, you know, as she gets bigger, we, um, pull a lot more people mm-hmm. um, and it's really it is just very rewarding to you know look around and see people in the room this is more of like a personal question but w- uh, what does music mean to you what significance does it hold or have in your life man music music is I don't it's just everything mm-hmm. um, it fascinates me it is I saw a quote once um, and it talked about how, you know, paintings take up space Mm -hmm. and music takes up time and time is just in itself fascinating to me. It's, I don't know, but music um, has been there for me, um, you know, more than anyone else has. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can, I always know that no matter what I'm dealing with or no matter where I, what point I am in life, um, I can always listen to my favorite songs and Mm -hmm. it'll make me feel better. Or, um, I have a playlist that is called Muse Mm -hmm. and it's only Black Bear. Like it is almost four hours. (laughs) Wow. And it is just basically his old, his whole discography. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I think Muse, it's, it's fascinating to me because, um, Artists have a way to articulate feelings that I didn't even know that I had. Mm -hmm. And it just is like the best thing in the world 
whenever you find a song and it you just connect with it you know right. it's like I might as well have written that you know mm-hmm. um it also just I don't know it just helps me helps me through literally everything I can even if I'm having a bad day mm-hmm. I can go to music and I'll feel better or if I'm having a great day I can go to music and feel better um you know making playlists is also super fun um I think I've told you this before but I have a playlist called the soundtrack to my life mm-hmm. and um Love that. it is every song that means a lot to me or you know um represents a significant time in my life mm-hmm. um and I hope that one day like my kids or something like listen to it or like anyone will listen to it and be like wow like this is a little this is her this is kind of like a part of her so that there was something I wanted to touch on though that you said like that I think is just the beauty of music too but and it's something that I've also related to but that you can kind of like I've, I've had playlists that I made in freshman year of college and I just listened to recently and they brought me back to that time in my life or a memory Mm -hmm. and I think it's really cool that you can listen to a song and it attaches to whatever you're going through at that point in your life and brings you back there it's kind of nostalgic in a way Um, and I we've talked about before but it's really cool to see like how music can like affect you mentally physically all in all these kinds of ways and touch you in a way that like you just nothing else really that I can think of does or Mm -hmm. can like no Music is absolutely universal. Mm-hmm. It is like the, it's like a universal language, you know? Mm-hmm. You can put people, you know, in a room with, from every single country and mm-hmm. put on a song and everyone will be able to dance to it, you know? Right. If you don't, you might not know how to dance, but you can dance yeah, to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think this would be cool for anybody who, who wants to start uh, becoming a manager, but to ask you this question if you could give any piece of advice to someone who wants to manage a band or an artist or in some way get involved in this industry like what would it be um hmm. disclaimer I have a lot to learn still (laughs) (laughs) Um, don't we all and I have so much room for growth that's still needed but I have been doing this for a little while so Mm -hmm. um I would definitely say if you want to start managing a band, um, starting out, I would make sure you have a good relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think one of what makes my, you know, what makes managing Sarah so easy sometimes and so beneficial is that we are friends Mm -hmm. and that there is a certain level of trust there, um, that and comfortability, Mm -hmm. um, that you know she can send me demos and she can send me any idea that she's thinking that she wants to do and there's no judgment there um regardless of if I like it or not she can trust me to tell her no like Mm -hmm. if something doesn't sound good or she can trust me um and trust your opinion and also if you're like an artist finding a manager you you also want that you know you want someone that likes your stuff first of all (laughs) right yeah then otherwise Um, it might be the wrong fit yeah yeah Um, but yeah I would say that if you want to manage a band um I think there is a part that I kind of struggled with a little bit in the beginning um like separating yourself from from that artist um Mm -hmm. sometimes I think I squeeze a little too hard and um take things a little too personally um but yeah, you just 
just do it like David Lowry said Mm -hmm. um I would suggest that you have like a good relationship with them there is a solid amount of trust there um and I feel like you have to remember um that you are you're advocating for someone and it's not just you know someone that's playing a random instrument like this is someone's art right this is someone being completely vulnerable and putting themselves out there Mm -hmm. um and you know you just have to like sarah's music is very emotional Mm -hmm. it is her it is very deep um and you know it represents different times in her life it represents you know things that she's gone through and I take that with, like, not, like, what's the opposite of with a grain of salt? Like, I don't take that with a grain you of salt. You don't take it for granted? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because it is, like, insanely important to her. And so if it's important to her, it's important to me. Right. Um, because essentially what being a manager is is you're advocating for your artist. Like, you are advancing their career. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think trust is, like, probably... a one of the biggest things to have whenever you like decide to manage a band and for if someone is listening that it was where I was when I started managing like don't be scared Mm -hmm. um I have literally watched every how to manage an artist um (laughs) video I (laughs) I have read I have I read like the all the passman books there's an artist I took an artist management class which I that's helped a lot um Mm -hmm. so I read that book um do research on other managers so like if you have like your favorite band um a lot sometimes a lot of the times manager or information on other managers aren't really out there because obviously they're not the ones in the spotlight unless you're like Sharon Osbourne um I like Scooter Ron but uh just do research on them um see how they've done things um you know a lot of the times I think well, I don't know what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> I Okay, so full disclosure, y'all. Um, this is the second time we're recording this because I messed up on uh, getting the audio file out. But I remember um, when I asked you this question, Bailey, you mentioned um, having thick skin. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that's an important point um, and an interesting one that, that you'd said before. Yeah. Um, so you've got to... You just have to have thick skin, not only to be a manager, but just to be anything in the music industry because it is a very, like, cutthroat industry and it's competitive. Um, People have big egos and they're not going to let you stomp all over it. Right. Um, And um, I would say that you have to have thick skin because... There are a lot of times, especially as when you're, especially when you're starting out, um, where you're not going to get the respect that you deserve on like a human being level. Mm-hmm. Like not even like, you know, respect is like a CEO, but just respect in general. So I think this is just a cool question to ask. Um, kind of relates to like, where do you want to be in five to 10 years or where do you see yourself being? But what would be your dream job working in this industry? Um, hmm. man, I have so many goals and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, I really love artist management. I like where it's 
taken me thus far and mm-hmm. I would like to see where it takes me in the future. So I'm going to continue on this journey and I would say my dream job would be a manager because it kind of goes back to like when I was in the music business program mm-hmm. um, in Barbie's class every you know couple weeks we would have we would talk about like a different topic so we would talk about you know publish or publicist or a lawyer or a manager and then each time we would have like a guest speaker and every single time we had a guest speaker I completely changed my mind I was like you know what I was like man I want to do this and then then like next two weeks I'd be like you know what just kidding I want to do this yeah um and so what what I love about management is that you kind of have a hand in like a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. um and you get to see the whole I don't know you get to like not run the whole show but pretty much um you just kind of see you see everything and you do a little bit of everything and that's what I want to do in this industry is do a little bit of everything. I feel um, like your opinion would be very valued too because you do so much of so many different things yeah. for your artists that your opinion on how somebody else is doing or like how a song's going or all this kind of stuff is valued very highly just because you do so much. So that I feel like that's really cool because you have a lot of, not power I guess, but um, just influence in what's yeah. going on. If, if that's been like, seems like that's what's your your experience has been like yeah well I feel like my experience is also it's a little different um because it pretty much is just Sarah and I mm-hmm. um and so like right now I will um make her promo schedules for her releases um I'll make the release schedule for the releases uh right now lately I've been doing um all of the photo shoots for like upcoming singles and stuff like that which is super fun and it's also turned on this little like switch in my brain that I'm like wait I now I want to do this yeah <laughs> she's really good I've seen her work um no. I just I think she showed me a couple days ago and I was like what have, is this even edited yet and she's like no it's not and I'm like okay <laughs> go off Bailey well, sorry for interrupting <laughs> um, I am not a photographer by any means in the camera that I use is literally like my mom's camera that she has had for literally ever. Um, so, yeah. But back onto what I was um, saying, I would love to just continue to be a manager and see where that takes me because it is because you have like a little bit, a little bit of insight into the artists. Um, you know, every like facet of the industry. Mm-hmm. I think that's super amazing. One thing about it that I do absolutely love is watching your artist grow. So when Sarah and I first started, I think she had one single out, maybe two, um, or maybe three. But four? No. Five? <laughs> Not four. <laughs> it was like, I think it was like one or two. Um, but watching her grow, not only as a person, but as an artist, mm-hmm. has been amazing. Like, just seeing her, like, not only her level of skill as an artist, but, you know, her branding, which we've, that's something we've been working on mm-hmm. tirelessly, tire, tirelessly, tirelessly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, just watching her grow, watching your artist develop into who they're going to be mm-hmm. is something that is absolutely amazing. Her confidence level has also just you know shot right through the roof and I see it 
and it's very it's rewarding on so many levels because as a friend when you see your like you know when you see your friend doing what they love and they're just you know I don't know like I tell her all the time like man like she'll send me like songs or I'll you know I'll be doing like a photo shoot or something and I'm like wow like you're just meant to do this like Mm -hmm. you are not meant to do literally anything else and I am (laughs) so happy and honored to be able to do and you know not only just watch her grow but to help her grow Mm -hmm. um because I was listening to a podcast once and one of the guys was talking about how management is making happen what wouldn't otherwise Mm -hmm. and everything that I do for Sarah now is like that's in the back of my head I'm like would this happen if I would not have done not if not not if I wouldn't have done it like a you know take the ego out of it but Mm -hmm. you know if I can help or advance her career in any way that's what I'm gonna do and so I really want to be a kick-ass you know Mm -hmm. artist manager with a sick roster and music that I care about and it's crazy because Sarah's music I've feel on a like a deep level like she sent me a song the other day and it was like a very like rough like it was just a voice recording um she was like hey like this is a new song I'm working on like what do you think and I cry it literally made me tear up like her songwriting I'm just gonna plug this but her songwriting is a phenomenal and if you haven't listened to her like not just like listen and like you know listen passively but if you just actively listen to her lyrics they're so good I second that she's she knows exactly what she's doing she like, does and just and watching her grow and that too I remember like hearing we were on the way to Nashville and she was like oh my god like do you want to listen to these songs that I'm working on right now and I was like oh absolutely mm-hmm. um and um every song I was just kind of like blown away at how I had been there you know mm-hmm. I had experienced what she had written about um but I want to be an artist manager. I would love to have a pretty big roster. Not a big roster, but, you know, enough that I can handle. Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest goals is to be a part of a team that starts a music festival. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is, like, music festivals kind of opened my eye to the music industry. And they made me fall in love with music more than I already was. Mm-hmm. Um or loved but uh yeah so I would love to start a music festival and have it be you know I don't I don't really care if it gets as big as like Bonnaroo but you know as long as it is sustainable then that's gonna be enough for me but I really just want to I want to make a difference um I want to help the future females of the industry I want to help people that, you know, are like me, that didn't really know what they wanted to do in life and um, find it through music, hopefully. But yeah, I would love to do that. And the reason I think I would like to have a music festival or be a part of a music festival, like starting it, um, is because if I could curate an experience like the music like a music festival has done for me Mm -hmm. then I just would I would feel so fulfilled personally um because when you walk into like Bonnaroo so when you walk into Centeroo you just like enter this portal and it's like a new world um there's no judgment you can be 
who you want to be. Um, you can, you know, just do whatever you want to do. No one is there to hurt you or, you know, judge you. And I think that's beautiful. And I really, really, I honestly found myself, I think, through going to different music festivals. And so if I can make that happen for someone and hopefully help them at all in life, you know, whether I know it or not, if mm-hmm. I personally know them or if I don't, um, I definitely want to do that. I think that um, that would be such a cool thing to do, just mm-hmm. to be able to lift other people up and, and you doing what you love and then helping other people succeed in what they want to do too. Oh, yeah. I know. Really nice. um, ho- when I am successful and like have have the money i love that um, when i am not yeah. if when no, i when. am you yeah gotta, you gotta manifest it like uh, you have to speak in the present 100 i do affirmations on a daily basis and i'm like i am rich yeah. i am wealthy yes I am ma'am mentally stable <laughs> <laughs> um because you, you just have to um mm-hmm. but i always there's i really something that i would love to do is um you know when i'm older and like kind of like set in my career mm-hmm. I would love to create a scholarship for the music business program um because I would love to I would just love to help someone like me um mm-hmm. because it is hard to work and support yourself and go to school mm-hmm. and so if I could help someone um in the posi- in the same position that I was in then I would absolutely do it in a heartbeat if you weren't doing something with music, what other career path do you think you'd be pursuing? I don't think I ever want to get away from music mm-hmm. um, because it is something that I love and will always love. Um, I would love to go back to school and um, get a degree in psychology mm-hmm. um, and then pursue music therapy mm-hmm. because I... Like I said, it is just so powerful and um, on like a deep level, like different frequencies like are a real thing that help you out um, mm-hmm. and can change like your mood. Um, I think you, we've all, you know, like I can listen to a sad song and I'll be sad or I can right? listen to a super happy song and I'll, and it depends on how sad I am, but like I can be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I would probably um, go into like music therapy and that's honestly that's not that's something that I've thought about a lot actually um I wouldn't go back to school now because I want to you know kickstart this part of my life but Mm -hmm. later on once I have when my goals are completed um and I'm at a good place in life I would definitely go back to school and Mm -hmm. do that that's why I was actually a psych major because um, I, well, wasn't initially why, but I'm like, what can I do with psych? Because mm-hmm. I do want to do something where I feel like I'm giving back. And I always found it really interesting, you know, learning about why we do the things that we do and yeah. what makes us tick and all that kind of stuff. And psych is like right up there yeah. with that. To transition into the last part of this interview, there's something called the lightning round where I'll ask you a series of questions. You'll have to choose between two things and just say off the top of your head what you would choose. Like, don't even think. Just do. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. Okay. Headphones or speaker? Headphones. I have a very surreal experience sometimes. Concert or festival? 
yeah. I know. I picked the wrong you one because you really want to. You're like, I need to explain this. You just got to say one. I, or you can explain it because I liked. Yeah, just explain. Just, okay, because like, I can't both. Like, <laughs> I yeah, can't yeah. choose. Um, concerts are, to me, really cool if you go see, you know, what, whatever. Because it's a very intimate crowd. And, like, their sets usually are different. You know, like a festival set is different than, like, a well, mostly well, EDM usually. But, mm-hmm. um their set is a little bit different and it's just so intimate and you know it's it focuses around that artist Mm -hmm. and I think it's really cool um but festivals I would say the atmosphere and the environment is the best thing I have ever experienced Mm -hmm. because you know like I said earlier it's just you feel completely safe I think that's like the best way to describe it but so yeah i would say both to that question all right uh vinyl or streaming uh Mm -hmm. streaming i feel like you just have more at your fingertips i like that too like i also like a good album man yeah i know best do you have any cool projects coming up that you would like to talk about um i do actually (laughs) so um Sarah's got a ton of stuff in the works right now. Mm-hmm. Um, most of it's done, but it's not going to come out yet. <laughs> um, next month in March, we have a single coming out. It is called Something. Um, and I'm super excited for that. And she actually is in the process of an album. Um, so her debut album will come out. Wow. Yes. Exciting. It's very exciting towards the end of the year. Um, well, middle end of the year. Um, so stay tuned. We've got a single coming out pretty much every month until then. Her Spotify is Sarah Moots. Her Instagram is Sarah Moots. You can go to sarahmoots.com. Yeah. We have got it all. Um, yeah. So stay tuned. We have got some super fun stuff coming up. And do you want to uh, plug yourself too? Like mention all your handles if anybody wants to follow the fabulous Bailey. Oh, sure. If, if you would like to. <laughs> <laughs> my Instagram is just Bay Hadaway. Um, you can follow my Spotify if you want. Um, it is just Bay. You know, when I search it though, it doesn't come up, but it's just like a picture of me. So. I'll have all the links to everything in the description of this episode. So if you want to follow Sarah, Bailey, everybody, I'll have all their socials down below. And if you also uh, like follow my Instagram page, I'll have all that linked um, in this next episode. I want to thank you so much for coming on here and re-recording this with me. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm gonna like get my better. This. Were better this time. They anyway. were. It was great. We were so nervous the first time. I think we needed this. So yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. Thank I'm, you so much for having me. Yeah, you're this like the so perfect fun. guest. I have to say, you answer everything so well and um you know give a lot of thought to it so i have thought about it a lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah um disclaimer though i have so much room to grow Mm -hmm. um but this is just my my experience from where i started until now thank you guys so much for listening uh stay tuned for next week i'm interviewing another good friend of mine an artist here in athens um her name is aisha and if you want to learn about what it's like making your own music and what her experience has been and and the type of music she listens to and a cool project that she's doing coming up. Um, Stay tuned and check in next week. And I'm going to leave you all with a little preview of Sarah's new single coming out next month called Something. Something
Something that you wanna tell me. I know there's something that you wanna hear.